my get up and go must have got up and went and yours must have too but at least it brought you here to backtracks aerosmith revisited my name is Corey morissette joined as always by saint john mariano how are you this fine day sir oh i am flipping terrific Corey. i tell you it's uh in, in real life it's been a while since we've recorded one of these i know uh they're they're coming out weekly but we, we try and get ahead of ourselves by doing more than one on a recording session but i've missed you how have you been I'm doing right. Oh, so we're, we're pulling the curtain back for once. We're not. We're, we're not keeping bit. up the act of of, of you, you know. We, we record these week to week, and we, it's like a marathon for us to keep up with this and all of that. So, so we we can pull the curtain back a little bit. I'm breaking that fourth wall. I'm feeling like Deadpool here tonight. Yeah, let, let, let's let's let all the secrets out. So, so, so by the time that this is released, several weeks ago, I probably would have been to Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm currently planning on going. Uh, a week ago, you and I recorded a couple of episodes and behind the scenes, I revealed to you I wasn't going. Mm-hmm. And I was going to California, but I was, I was going to be a hipster and not go to the celebration. And now I'm super stoked to be going. So after I go, I will I will talk about it on the show. And if you remember this episode right now, this, this episode is being recorded, and I'm going to tell you, it's April 14th. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it's getting released, but it's April 14th. When I talk about having been to Star Wars Celebration, that's how long it is between now and like June. And, and the reason we do this is for that very reason. John's going to take some time off and head off to California. I'll be taking some time off uh, in July to spend some time with my family. So we just wanted to get a few in the can. Uh, and, and a few in the can turned into... I think we're like, uh, you know, seven or eight ahead uh, right now as we record this. So we could almost go to a bi-weekly schedule or is that just too much John and Corey for the masses? I, I, I feel like if we keep the schedule for now and I'd, I'd like to get a bunch more in the can before we start doing that. Uh, and, and I don't want to start catching up to ourselves because we know we're taking time off at least over the summer. And honestly, I kind of like the guys of like, making up the stories of and it's not really making up it's like stuff i actually do i just don't do it week to week i i kind of keep in my head the stuff that i do over the course of a week as i tell stories to, to all of you and you're instead of getting it week to week to week it's day to day to day over the course of a week that that stuff happens well i i thought it was kind of funny this week john because i was talking with one of our uh, one of our partners on the deep dive podcasting network uh scott uh, from the Magicians podcast, which is the Uriah Heap podcast. And he had expressed an interest in, in coming on our show. He likes Aerosmith too. So I reached out to him to try and, and hammer down a date. And we're actually going to record that show next week, uh, next Thursday, uh, which would be the third week of April. And he asked, when's that going to air? So I did the math. And I said, it, you know, it airs July 2nd. So <laughs> that, that's how far ahead we are. Uh, but uh, that, if you're listening to this, you know, a few shows from now, you can look forward to uh, Scott from the magicians podcast being on with us. And I'm really looking forward to that. I'm a big fan of his show. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really excited. You turn, you turn me on to Scott and his podcast this week. I've, I've, you know, doing my due diligence. I've listened to a couple of episodes and I, I really dig it. Like, I, I think, I, I think more, if you're listening to us, you should absolutely be going, going to, to support Scott and, and his podcast. And um, it's going to be um, exciting to keep growing with everybody on, on this network. Absolutely. And there, there's more than a few that have expressed an interest and even some listeners who have said they might be interested in coming on and talking a little Aerosmith. And I know we've already had Mark Kamire uh, try and usurp me and take my job 
uh, I'm sure he'll pop up again like like a bad habit at some point uh, to to talk a little Aerosmith with. At least he picked good songs. I'll give him that. At, at some at some point, I'll see if I can uh, entice our sponsor Ken Naps. Like now, you know, since we since we're disclosing everything, I actually do play Red Dead Redemption with Ken mm-hmm. um, almost you know twice a week at this point, and. Uh, we're in constant contact. He's a friend of the show. He's a friend of mine. He's a friend of Corey's. Um, but he's bar none um, the the, be- the best broadcaster that you have not discovered yet. And if you guys could go support him, he's got a Patreon. Um, it's just Ken Knapsack, his name. Or you could support him over on Mixcloud. Um, Corey, you want to give the rundown on, on Pop Rock and Radio? Ken Knapsack's Pop Rock and Radio, the big hits album cuts, and B-sides from the rock and pop world that make up the soundtracks of our lives. Look for live shows and make requests. Sing, dance, and celebrate the music with the pop, rock, and radio community. And, uh, John, as we tape this, there was a show last night. I missed it because I was recording with that bum, Mark Kamire, but I believe you caught the show. Uh, how was it this week? Oh, it was great. There was, uh, I, I forgot who sings it. Ken closes the show on this remake of Baby Got Back that is like a jazzy, mellow lounge act version of it. And it's as only Ken Napsack can present a song to the masses and, 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 and spin it for us. He, 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 he sets it up and hits it out of the park. And I, I, I was playing Red, uh, some Red Dead Redemption last night with our friend Lauren Romo and Jeff Saunders. And we're all listening to it in different states, in different cities, and you can hear it through all our speakers because we're wearing the headsets as we play. And all of a sudden, Jeff goes, is that baby got back? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, that's baby got back. And it was, it was, it was insane. I wish, I wish I had the artist to drop for, for, for everybody, but go follow Ken at Pop Rock and Radio because he, he plays some classics. Um, he hit us with some Stevie Nicks and some heart back-to-back last night, and it, it, it was incredible. But then he hits you with tracks like that that come out of the blue, and it's like, where where are you pulling this from? And it, it's pre- it's pretty uh, special. And when Ken talks about the pop rock and radio community, he's talking about really fine folks and some of my favorite people in the world, like Lauren Romo and Jeff Saunders and John Mariano. So uh, if you want to hang out with with cool people like that, which I would highly recommend, then please join up with the pop rock and radio community and join Ken on Mixcloud. It's free to listen. Why not give it a shot? You're gonna have a great time. But John. We have business here to do here tonight. It's not just gush about your trip or about Mr. Knapsack. We're talking about Aerosmith. And as we stand right now, this is show 15. So we're going to add our 15th song to the mixtape. We've only got a few left before we have to start replacing some tracks. So, um, John, we have six songs on the die here. Do you want to just uh, recap them for the folks? Oh, sure. We have a... So, so, so I don't remember at this point whose is whose, which is fine because <laughs> you're you're beating me in the battle of of the songs and and who who hits the dice first. Mm. But we what we do have here is we have six sides and we have cheesecake, helter skelter, you got to move, shame on you, just push play and sick as dog. Got a couple of a deep deep cuts on there in uh, cheesecake and shame on you. Uh, you got to move, of course, and sick as a dog are covers, as is Helter Skelter. So really, the only original uh, 
a newer song on here, Just Push Play. So really kind of an eclectic die here this week, John. What are you hoping for? I I mean, I honestly, probably Just Push Play. I've only heard it like once or twice. Um, I'm familiar with all the other songs. I really dig all the other songs on here. Um, Just Push Play, I have very little, like any, what I would consider a newer Aerosmith, a newer Aerosmith to me is anything within the last 20 years. And that's where I, I start to get a little fuzzy. It's kind of weird. Eh? And one of our uh, uh, show listeners uh, actually tweeted at us today and just said, they have to give music from another dimension another try because it seems odd that it's been 10 years since we've had anything new from this band. And they, he's got a point. It, it's been a decade since they put out anything new. They just put out an album, but it was from 1971. It was like the demos before their first album that they just kind of remastered. So uh, it's been a while. You know, I'm holding out some hope that them being in one place at, at the same time with this residency fuel, fuels the fire and gets them back in the recording studio. Well, here's open. But what do you say, John? What do you say we give the dice a roll and see what we come up with? Uh, give, give your hand a twirl. Here we go. And we roll. Just push play. There you go, John. You willed it into existence. You know, if you, if you want it bad enough, it happens. This is proof, folks. <laughs> Just Push Play, of course, uh, comes from the album of the same name, uh, released March 5th, 2001. Uh, your recollections of this album, I know it was kind of coming off of 1997 um, and uh, Nine Lives, which wasn't a huge hit coming off of uh, big ones like Get a Grip and stuff like that. Um, so the, I don't know if they're trying, you know, in 2001 was kind of a different era in music, maybe not so much uh, Aerosmith friendly. So uh, what were your recollections of this album? I actually... Like I, I, I recall it coming out. I, re, I recall maybe hearing this in a bar or maybe hearing this on the radio. Um, but this is officially like we're past the point where I was buying at the time any new music or new CDs, right? I wasn't buying, I wasn't buying anything new anymore. So Nine Lives was the last album from Aerosmith I purchased. And by the time 2001 comes around, I, I ended up going back to school and doing some stuff in my personal life and kind of fell out of keeping up with music as, as you do sometimes, um, you, you know, so I'm interested to hear it because it, it didn't stick with me, but it didn't stick with me possibly because of where I was in life and not necessarily the song itself. This song was a single uh, released April 17th, 2001. It peaked at number 10 on the billboard mainstream rock tracks. Uh, didn't crack the top 200 as far as I know, but it was the second single, I believe second or third single off of uh, Just Push Play. I know Jaded was a single, uh, Sunshine, Fly Away From Here, and Just Push Play were the singles. I'm just not quite sure uh, what order they were in. Uh, this album was produced by Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, Mark Hudson, and Marty Fredrickson, a longtime collaborator with Aerosmith. And the song is credited uh, songwriting-wise to Steven Tyler, Mark Hudson, and Steve Dudas. So uh, no Joe Perry uh, in on the songwriting on this one. I also remember this song being part of a Dodge Ram commercial uh, way back when. Uh, so th that might have helped juice it on the charts a little bit. But uh, I'm and, looking forward to this one here tonight, John. And, 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 that, and that might be where I might have heard it too. On the Dodge commercial, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think once you hear the chorus, uh, it'll really hit home for you because that was pretty prominent in the commercial. So what do you say? How about we just push play? Go for it, man. I 
off the hop, very electronic sounding, right? Like electronic drums. Uh, Steven's vocal at the beginning with his little, nah, 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 you know, obviously very, very uh, processed. Um, and, and even kind of leading into uh, the lyrics here. But, you know, once the band kicks in, it sounds like Aerosmith, but it, it's, it's almost mechanical up to that point. So, yeah, Corey, it's, it, it's weird because the sound of the song is very distorted. It's very of the time of, of that late 90s. Um, it's got, got, you know, people want to say the Seattle grunge influence, but it's kind of that post-Seattle grunge influence going on. And I'm, you know, for Aerosmith, and even for music in general, I'm not crazy about this particular sound. I like it on certain bands. I, I, feel, I feel like it works more with dirty, grittier bands like like a Nirvana. I think a band like Aerosmith, which is really, especially at this stage of the game, has become more of a glitz and glam rock band. Um, and, and we're really post like the gritty, dirty Aerosmith of the 70s. And then more of that, you know, late 80s, 90s glam rock band. It almost feels like they're, they're, they're trying this aesthetic that doesn't fit the profile. You know what saves it for me? I'll agree with everything you said. What saves it for me is that dirty little riff that Joe Perry's playing there, that... Oh, I, I love that riff and that guitar tone sounds great. Yeah, and this isn't to say I don't like it. I just feel like it doesn't fit the band. It's like if we were talking about Metallica, I know people like will, will trash certain albums of Metallica and go, well, that's not Metallica. It is, but it doesn't necessarily fit the profile of the band, especially at that time. I feel like this is similar to that, where... I see stuff in here, like, 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 like you're saying, the guitar riff is phenomenal, but it's almost like they're hiding it. Like it's almost hidden behind bushes or shrubs or something because of all this noise around it. There, there is a lot of synthesizers, a lot of distortion. Uh, yeah. when, when the band shines through, that's what saves this track for me. And we should be getting some more examples here if we keep on trucking. I, I, I dig that chorus. It's still distorted. It's still electronic and all that stuff. Uh, I like the fact that they bleep out the F word. And then the second line is uh, just push play. They're going to bleep it anyway. Um, that, the, the chorus to me stands out as being pretty darn good. It's pretty darn good. I do feel like I agree with everything you're saying. I feel like it's overproduced. Mm. I feel, I feel, I feel again, like I, I would like more of the raw band in there. I don't mind the mixed table going on. But I'd like it scaled back a little bit more. Um, you know, I feel like it's very, in, everything feels like it's playing at a high volume in your face. And I think with, with just a little bit more nuance, I think there's a much greater song to be had from what we're hearing so far. I, I will agree with that. Overproduced is a really good word, I think, because yeah, they're, they're, they're taking steps they don't necessarily need to take, especially coming from a classic rock band like Aerosmith. Kiss, 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 kiss
I, I just wanted to highlight some of those lyrics in that second verse because we got Sweet Leaf Dreamer, you've been smoking up the ganja. Damned if you do, yeah, but don't get any on ya. Kicking out the cashmere, putting on the casbah. It's a kiss, a diss, a trader for a kuha. I feel like it what was funny, and I think the irony and the humor of the song, right? Is 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 they're bleeping fucking a throughout yeah. the song, right? And 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 they're kind of admitting it. Just just push play, they're gonna bleep it anyway. Like that's kind of the rhythm of the song. But what they're singing in the song, I feel like is probably more as a parent, I'd be more concerned about than, than somebody saying fucking A over and over again. Like smoking up the smoking up the ganja. Now, regardless of where you sit on it, like if, if the whole point is that we're trying to clean this up for kids, smoking up the ganja or somebody saying fucking A, maybe 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 lean more into the fucking A. I don't know. <laughs> you know, trade trade it in for a kuha. I absolutely am more for fucking a over over trading anything in for a kuha. Now, what do you think he means by that? It's a kiss, a diss, and a traded for a kuha. What what's he getting at? A kiss, a diss, and a, and and trade it for a kuha. I feel like he's talking about getting to at least third base there. Okay. Interesting, because yeah, I, I was. There's a, a few different ways you, you can try and interpret it. Uh, I think, and uh, yeah, trading for a kuha, it, it leaves it open to interpretation. It's not so, like you ain't seen nothing till you're down on the muffin. That's pretty black and white, right? But 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 in the context of we we know we, we know Mr. Tyler, we know how his lyrics go. Yep. The in, the innuendo, especially when he leans into the innuendo, doesn't normally go towards drugs. It doesn't normally. It doesn't normally, right? It doesn't mean right. that somebody can't go dig through and find like one or two like, oh, this one points to drugs most of the time especially in this era it's pointing to sex and it's pointing to sex it's hard all right yep i'm with you let's keep her rolling You know, it's funny because as much as I'm saying I don't love the distortion and I feel like it's overproduced and everything, it's catchy as hell. Like I am, <laughs> I am bobbing my head this whole time, and I, I you know, I, I waved at you because I feel like I, I went pretty hard on it early, and I, I still have the same concerns about it. It's not going to be in my top Aerosmith songs, but even this is the beauty of this band. Even something that's not going to be in, in your top songs is infinitely listenable. And and catchy as hell. And this is a great radio track. Absolutely great radio track, especially with the bleeped out swear word. I don't on this version we're listening to because uh, in the album cut, which I think this is, um, they actually let the f word go uh, in in the final chorus. So I'm hoping we we get that too because I love how he hits the fucking a in that final chorus. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if you're making a mixtape of what compromises Aerosmith, this song I don't think belongs on it but it's catchy as hell. And yeah, for later Aerosmith, uh, this is one of the cooler tracks I think they put out. 
Sorry. No, no, I just I'm enjoying it. You okay. can roll with it, man. All right, we got a little walk this way in there. We got the the fucks are coming in. Not much of a guitar solo. Uh, how do you think the song is going out, John? It's going out all right. Like 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 I I, re I really like the humor of the song. Right, like the the just pu push play fucking a just push play. They're gonna and then they actually bleep it anyway. Yeah. Right. It, it's not the word bleep. It's not. It's not. They're gonna bleep it anyway. They just they, they hit that button and it's it, it's kind of it's kind of brilliant in that way. No, I totally agree. Um, except I, I love the guitars. I love the guitar tone. We're not getting a guitar solo, which is kind of depressing because Joe's really playing well, I think, here. Rhythm section's on fire. Um, yeah. All right, John, that's Just Push Play from 2001's Just Push Play. I've always wondered what he says, that the little gibberish there at, at the end, he, he repeats it a few times throughout the song. It's not on the lyrics site that we're looking at right here. What do you think he says there? Oh, I, I think he says something to the effect of, we're sorry, Joe, but we don't have time for that guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, just, just pack it up, Joe. Uh, we're we're, we're going to mix the track. we got to get the album out. Yeah. Put the last uh, ball away. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not sure what he says there, but I think, I think your, your issue that you brought up is very valid and speaks to Joe didn't have a lot of input on the song or any input. Um, and it is missing a guitar solo. It's one of the, it's, it's, it's one of the, um, one of the things missing It's a four minute song. They, 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 they could have gotten like four, four, four twenty. You know, 420, 430, and, and you would have got that solo in there, and it would have been fantastic. Yep, I agree. I kind of missed it. I still dug that track, though. Um, is oh. it going to be on the on the mixtape uh, long? Uh, yeah, I, I can see it having a, a decent shelf life, but uh, certainly by the time we get to triple digits, I, I'd be hard-pressed to see this one sticking on there. No, but it's, it, it, right, right now it's a middle-of-the-road track. It's it, There's certainly going to be something to get knocked off before it. Um, do I think it has staying power? Yeah. Do I think it has long-term staying power? Probably not. 
All right. So, John, I believe that one was my pick, if I remember correctly. Uh, you've already admitted you don't. Uh, so I'm just going to pick a song anyway, uh, whether yeah. you like it or not. So tough shit. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's more pressure on you, so I'm good with that. It really is. So I'm, I'm thinking, what's an album we haven't had a song from yet? And I think we pretty much had all of them. We, we, had, uh, we haven't had one from, from Aerosmith. Uh, so I'm going to put one on there from 1973's Aerosmith. I was going to go from Draw the Line, but then it dawned on me. We haven't picked one from the debut yet. Uh, so I'm going to go, since you got sick as a dog on there, I'm going to go a little walk in the dog. How's that sound? Oh, let's, uh, let's get those dogs out of the way. That's right. we got two dogs uh, on the dice now. Hopefully we'll hit one of them next week. So our current songs on the dice are Cheesecake, Helter Skelter, You Gotta Move, Shame on You, Walking the dog and sick as a dog. Not bad, my friend. Not bad. All right, John, anything else we should uh, add before we uh, call it a night here? No, I mean, I, I mean, j- just find me helping out Ken Knapsack on, on his Twitch channel um, at, at Ken Knapsack. Um, support him on Pop Rock and Radio, uh, Mixcloud, and uh, fo- fo- follow uh, Corey and Mark, Mark um, and, and, and go cheer on some Van Halen. You know, Corey, when, right. did, when, when did your show drop? Our show drops uh, Friday mornings. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh, unlike this show, we, we legitimately do one a week. Uh, so, so we're right caught up on that one. So if you're looking for more timely a conversation about what's happening in the world around us, that's the podcast for you. John and I, were, like I said, you're listening to the show in June sometime. We're recording it in April. Uh, we, maybe we should just uh, try and predict the future, John. What's going to happen in June? Um. I think there's like an all-star game coming up for, for major league baseball at some point. So like get your ballots in soon because, because baseball is wrapping up for, for, for mid season pretty soon. That's right. And we're still not, not going to have a perfect game because even if somebody gets close, they're going to pull them. Yeah. I'm a little bitter at baseball right now. Um, I'm a lot better at baseball, but I have <laughs> many, many reasons. Well, <laughs> mostly because my, my, my Yankees play in a, in a ballpark that's built for left-handed hitters. And we haven't loaded up on uh, left-handed pitchers to protect from that, and we haven't left, loaded on left-handed hitters to take advantage of that. So I don't, I don't understand the game anymore. Doesn't make a ton of sense, does it? Nope. All right, and with that, let's call it a night, John. So as always, we're going to give the final word to Stephen Tyler. Uh-huh.